the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Like Bob on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Live. How long would you last on your job if you intentionally tried to deceive your boss about an illness that you were experiencing? What? How long would you last on your job if you didn't work and didn't tell your boss that you weren't at work or that you couldn't work? Well, if it was you or I, it would not be very long. Can you imagine? I do a daily talk show. you imagine how long I would last if I just didn't show up? Now, of course, Jeff would love that. He's been wanting to do a two-and-a-half-hour sports program. He would jump right in and, you know, do the whole sports thing. But uh, I probably would not last very long. And then we have... The Secretary of Defense, yes, one of America's cabinet members, and not only a member of the cabinet, one of the most important members of the cabinet, the Secretary of Defense. Look what's going on in the world right now. Israel, Hamas, the Houthis of Yemen, and most of the rest of the world, what's going on in Iran? I mean, there are Russia and Ukraine. The Secretary of Defense is incredibly important. We're having attacks almost every single day on American personnel in Syria and other places There are attacks in the Red Sea. I think most of you know the world is a very unstable place right now. And the, the, the place of America has probably never been more important. Well, we all know now that Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin went to Walter Reed National Medical Center for prostate treatment, and nobody knew, not even the president. Now, when I first heard this, I thought, well, he had to know. Doesn't the president communicate with the Department of Defense almost every day? Doesn't the president get a daily security briefing? Wouldn't a part of that briefing be a report from the Secretary of Defense? And what would happen if his seat was just empty at a cabinet meeting? Well, evidently, uh, President Biden is not getting the security briefings that we thought he was. And 
I have it from very good, reputable sources. They have not had a cabinet meeting since October. Really? No. No, no cabinet meeting since October. Anyway, so he was in the hospital for a procedure, we were told. We learned later it was prostate. Uh, Then he went home and got an infection and was not doing well. And so Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin, who had not told the president about the cancer to begin with, really? Yeah. Uh, decides, you know, I, uh, I can't stay at home. I need to, uh, I need to go to the hospital. So he didn't call 911. His staff did. Yeah. A member of his staff called 911, and now we have the 911 phone call. And the staff member says, uh, <clears throat> we, uh, we have someone here in the house. Um, didn't say who. Didn't, not even to the dispatcher. We have someone here in the house that we believe needs to go to the hospital quick. But we, uh, could you handle this discreetly? Could you make sure that the ambulance doesn't use the uh, <clears throat> sirens and the uh, the lights? Could you uh, could you hand? And again, the word was discreetly. They tried to cover it up, even from the dispatcher. And according to the phone call transcript, the dispatcher says, "Well, you know, we like to be discreet, but it is law." That if we are on a genuine hospital run, we have to have the lights and siren on until we reach the residential area. And the minute we turn into a residential area, area, we usually turn off the siren, but we keep the lights on. Joy and I live close to a, a main drag in Westerville. And we're in a residential area. We're just in a subdivision. But we have noticed that we will hear sirens screaming down the road, and then all of a sudden they stop, and we look out our front window, and uh, the lights are still on, but the siren's off. So that's standard. So the dispatcher said, well, I can only do what I can do. We'll be discreet as possible. But Evidently, Lloyd Austin and his staff tried to hide this from the public from the very beginning. From the very beginning, they tried to hide it. And they were successful. Almost a week went by before word got out. And then the crazy thing, President Biden was asked, when did you find out that your Secretary of Defense was in the hospital? And President Biden said, uh, I learned it through the news media like you did. What? The President of the United States learned that his Secretary of Defense was in the hospital and had been for several days, 
and he learns about it when the American public learn about it? Um, I, I just think it's an indication of the absolute incompetence of this entire administration. And many people say, well, Donald Trump had a lot of incompetent people in his administration. You know what? You're right. Donald Trump made some horrible choices for cabinet members, staff members, terrible choices. Terrible choices. Now, this is not to excuse it, but Donald Trump had never been in government before. He had never chosen someone to work in the federal government. I think we can understand how a complete novice politician would make some bad decisions concerning appointments and staff. And he did. It doesn't excuse it, but I think it explains it. On the other hand, Joe Biden has spent his entire adult life in government. He was vice president for eight years. He watched the whole process of who you appoint, how you appoint them, how they're chosen, how they're confirmed. I mean, he had a lifetime of experience in government appointments and how the government works. And the fact that one of the most important cabinet members would, number one, not tell the president, or anybody else for that matter, and that the president would not know that one of the key members of his administration was out of contact and in the hospital. And by the way, he was in intensive care. We don't know that he was comatose or anything like that, and I don't think that anybody has said that, but he was in intensive care. And now we know that the plan was to conceal it, to hide it from the very beginning. Those that are crying for his resignation now have some fresh ammunition. He should go. He really should. Uh, When we come back, a genuinely unbelievable story out of Australia. I know it's Australia, but this is an illustration of the liberal left And it's the same philosophy that many of the liberal left have here in America. It's an incredible story. Hang with me. I'll share it with you when we return. Follow Bob on Twitter at twitter.com slash Live. When I first saw this story, I really thought it was phony. It didn't sound like a parody, but it just phony. It just couldn't be true, but evidently it is. This is out of Australia. Well, Bob, why are you concerned about something going on in Australia? Because this is the leftists in Australia 
pursuing their policy and real leftists here in America, if they thought they could get by with it, would do it here in America in a heartbeat. You know, why do we, well, I'll come back. All right. Let me let me tell you about the story, and then I'll try to explain why it could come here. In the state of Victoria, in Australia, last year, they passed the Change or Suppression Conversion Practices Prohibition Act. This went into effect in August of 2022. Uh, it was considered back in 2021, but it was actually passed in August of 2022. And here's what the Change or Suppression Conversion Practices Prohibition Act says. Among other things, if you pray in public, you cannot pray for the conversion of someone who is homosexual, transgender, and so forth. If, if someone can hear you pray, you are forbidden for to pray in certain ways. Quote, the second most populous state in Australia has taken intolerance of biblical sexuality to a whole new level, telling their residents they can only pray for their LGBTQ friends and neighbors using, and I'm quoting, an approved script. Forbidden prayers include petitions to God that ask for healing or ask for a person to change or ask for a person not to act on their attractions or talk about a person's brokenness or need to repent. Quote, prayer in general is not banned, The Victorian government is simply telling its citizenry that they can still pray for their gay friends and neighbors. The prayers, however, that are suggested include prayers that are supporting and reassuring that the person is created in God's image and perfect the way they are. Prayers that acknowledge that God loves the individual. So you can pray for your LGBTQIA friend or family member as long as your prayers are affirming of their sexuality, affirming that they are, quote, created in God's image and perfect the way that they are. So if you pray that way, you can pray publicly. You can thank God that your homosexual son or daughter or neighbor or father or mother were created that way by God, and you can thank God that they were created exactly as God wanted them to be, and their homosexuality, their transgenderism or whatever, is perfect in the sight of God. You believe that? Now, obviously, if you're praying in your home or your church, 
Well, I don't know, church, because that's public. This is where the liberal left wants to take us. Is there, Bob, that would never happen in America? Whoa, 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 whoa. What about these bans in many, many American states on conversion therapy, which prohibits a pastor, a counselor, a psychologist, a psychiatrist from helping someone who has same-sex attraction to get free from that? Now, a counselor, a pastor, a psychologist, a psychiatrist, can convince a straight person, heterosexual person, that they're actually homosexual or lesbian. That's okay. You can help them affirm their LGBTQIA status. That's fine. But you are forbidden in many American states of praying that someone would be healed, someone would change, that a gay person would be healed from their same-sex attraction. That is forbidden. So while we look at this in Australia and we are we recoil in horror, how can the government tell you how to pray? We are almost there in several American states. It is not much of a leap at all to go from prohibiting what is usually called conversion therapy to prohibiting certain kinds of prayer. This is the agenda of the liberal left, whether it's in Australia or whether it's in America. Just be aware of how evil the liberal left is. It's not just a difference of opinion. It's evil. All right, we will take the top of the hour break. And right on the other side, I'll be waiting here. I hope you'll meet me. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. 